Well, hello and welcome to Bible Prophecy for today. This channel is where I discuss controversial topics and news headlines that you're not going to hear about in the mainstream media. And I do it all from a West Texans biblical point of view. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. Today we're going to be talking about some concerning issues and some headlines, uh, such as companies um, who are going to pay their employees to travel across state lines to get an abortion, to murder their baby. Another thing we're going to talk about today is uh, the growing apostasy in the church. And another thing is uh, the lack of love among just fellow human beings, not only just folks but families what is going on in the world today well stay tuned and we'll find out so good morning good evening good afternoon wherever you may be uh in this world today um i wanted to open the program uh with a couple announcements um that you guys may or may not have heard yet um so i did want to let everybody know dr ed heinson uh, passed into glory and uh, he was 80 years old and what a glorious uh, day it must be for him so when he entered the kingdom of heaven I know that he heard well done my good and faithful servant so what a glorious day for him today and uh, we should keep his family and colleagues and friends in prayer he impacted many many millions of people and I don't know if you guys remember or not but there was a series the left behind series which he was a part of and him and Tim LaHaye and um, so I remember reading that as a teenager and you know back then uh, technology and stuff wasn't so fast like it is now and we had to literally wait for the next book to be published and so it was like a long year's wait or six to eight months or however long you I remember it was a long time but um, he was one of those and so if you have not read the left behind series I highly suggest you guys go check it out the movie doesn't really do it justice as good as Kirk Cameron is he's great but the books are much better and another announcement I wanted to make today Dr. Zelenko has passed into glory as well and uh, I wanted to talk about that he passed away on June the 30th you guys may have remembered him um, from his fight uh, against the pandemic and exposing all those schemers and planners and, and warning people about the jab, right? I know you guys may or may not remember him, but I definitely listened to him during the pandemic. And so we'll talk a little bit about that as well. So let's click on that article and it's, you know where it's at. You know where I'm going? You know where I'm going? LeoHoman.com, H-O-H-M-A. NN.com. So, Dr. Zelenko's final message to the world, I have no problem falling into battle. This is a hill that we need to die on. He posted, this was posted by Leo Holman on July the 1st. So, Dr. Vladimir Erzev Zelenko, uh, MD, passed away on June the 30th at the age of 49, following a four-year battle with cancer, but he did not leave us without a final and powerful message. Zelenko fought like hell against the pandemic, exposing its schemers and planners, but he also worked tirelessly to save those who contracted the virus, which, along with the toxic injections that followed, amounted to a bioweapon used in a war against 
against humanity. The key was early treatment, which the hospitals and the vast majority of medical doctors who work in those hospitals refused to provide. They all violated their Hippocratic Oath to do no harm. They followed the devastating guidelines of the CDC, the NIH, and the WHO, and they all have blood on their hands as far as I'm concerned. And I completely agree with Leo Holman on that. Uh, Zelenko stood out as a scientist and a working physician who never violated his oath. He studied the virus in depth until he found what worked as a treatment, then shared his Zelenko protocols on his website for free to anyone who needed it. Of course, he was vilified for doing so. Dr. Zelenko will go down in history after all is revealed as one of the good medical docs who lived during a time when most of his colleagues were not good. They were corruptible. He was not. I never realized just how many bad actors are out there working in the medical field, giving their patients bad advice. COVID exposed them all. And the good doctor did not pass over to the other side without giving a strong final message to the world. So I'm not going to play the message. It's six minutes long, but I am going to give you some highlights from it. So below are a few nuggets um, from the above video message from Dr. Zelenko. So Dr. Or I'm sorry, Leo Holman brings these up. So Leo says, Quoting uh, Dr. Zelenko, we should uh, we should denounce the worship of false gods, the gods of technology, the gods of science, the gods of corrupt governments, of money, power, fame, and we should reconcile our hearts with our Creator, who is making us anew every instant in time. The world has now chosen sides: those that will worship the machine, the machinations of man, and those that will bow down to the Creator. So let the calling begin. The world needs a cleansing, and when the process is done, the world will be filled with the knowledge of God, just like the waters cover the sea. And the sociopaths, they have a big thing coming for them. They think they are gods. They think that they're ruling the world. And he says, we'll see. So let the games begin. And I have no problem falling in battle. This is a hill that we need to die on, die for. Because otherwise, our progeny will have nowhere to breathe free. And he says, rest in peace. Dr. Zelenko. So we'll keep his family in prayer today. May the Lord's Holy Spirit comfort them. And what a what a mighty warrior he was for God. So they both ran their race and they fought the good fight. So I'm sure they are rejoicing in the presence of God right now. What a glorious day that must be for them. And as family and friends we should rejoice in that too i know we will miss them and that's hard on us here but in light of eternity we know that we will see them again and that my friends is what the christian faith is all about is knowing that christ died for us so that he could bridge that gap right so he could atone for our sin otherwise we would be doomed to hell but thank god for his son jesus christ that we now have that right relationship with God the Father through Jesus Christ, who is our advocate. And so as believers, we rejoice when our loved ones has passed on because we know where they are and we know that we will see them again. John 14 tells us that. So Jesus Christ said, Anybody who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So what do you need to do right now if you wanted to have Jesus Christ as your Savior to have that personal relationship with God? What do you need to do? First, you need to repent of your sins. You need to ask Jesus Christ to save you. Cry out to Him 
and he will save you. That, folks, that's it. That is all. And Jesus said, as far as the east is from the west, as so far as he removed your sin from you, which means it's gone. God says he blotted it out and remembers it no more. So, I always say that, folks, because you know Satan will throw your sin up to your face. So, you know what the devil means. It means the accuser. So, he accuses the brethren. That's his job. That's what he does. He's evil. He's a liar. There's no truth in him. He's a murderer, a destroyer. But that's what he does. He stands up there and accuses Christians. Oh, but look what look what Heather did. Look what oh, look how horrible Heather is. Look what she did. But then I have Jesus Christ as my advocate. And so Jesus is up there telling the Father, that's okay. I've covered that sin for her. I've atoned for that sin. I sacrificed. So, anyway, folks, if you have not accepted Christ as your savior today, is the day of salvation. So whole reason for this ministry is to glorify God and to get out his word. And the only way that I know how to more clearly do that is to show you guys what's going on in the world. All the headlines, all the news stories, even the fake news even justifies and tells us that the Bible is true. It is true. And so that's the whole reason for this ministry is proof right here. Look what the world is saying and look what the Bible says. Look what the Bible said would happen. Now the world is saying, hey, it's happening, right? The apostasy of the church. So let's dive into that right now. Not only the apostasy of the church, but the wickedness and the growing pattern of wickedness and the increase of wickedness and the growing cold, the love of many. I could read, I was, yesterday I sat there, I was like, you know what I need to do? I need to read these headlines on the, I need to read these headlines on the program and just let people know like, hey, you know, well, I don't need to let you guys know. You guys already know. You guys control the news. You guys can open up a newspaper. They even still have those. I mean, you can do these things, right? And you know what's going on in the world today. I don't need to be the one to tell you. But when you're in New York City and a guy walks point blank up to a mom pushing her baby in her shoulder and shoots her point blank in the head, Really, what is going on? What is going on? Something abnormal is going on, right? Something evil, something wicked, wickedness is going on. That's Satan, guys. That is the devil and the demonic ram. The Bible says that we fight against not flesh and blood, but principalities against these demonic forces, right, of darkness, which is hell. That, folks, is what we are fighting against as Christians. If you're not in the fight, you need to put your armor on, which is Ephesians 6.10, and get in the fight. There's no time to waste. There is no time to waste. Now is the time to stand your ground and fight, right? And how do we fight? We fight with prayer. Now, I'm reading this book, and it was uh, uh, John MacArthur's book. You know, I love John MacArthur. I'm not a Calvinist, but I do love John MacArthur. And... Uh, I highly recommend him. I read, I have a study Bible. I have a, tons of his books, right? Well, I went on eBay uh, the other day and I pulled up some books that he had wrote back in the 80s, right? The 80s and 90s. And so I ordered them. And so a couple of them came in and he's telling us how to fight the good fight and um, how, to, how to stand during these times. And he wrote this in like 1988. And so I was like, wow. So I may do a program later on with some notes that I, you know, gained from that understanding. But if you guys are out there looking for some books, Definitely check out John MacArthur. You can go to eBay and get them for like four bucks. You can also go to gracetou.org if you want them faster. Um, I don't know if some of them are still... Some of those are not in print because I did try to get a couple that weren't in print. But you can find them on eBay. 
But anyway, moving right along. So as I'm scouring the internet, right, for truth, which is hard to do these days, and I'm trying to find headlines and all this stuff, and it's what I normally do. And so I came across uh, this website. It's called H Newswire. And so this is hnewswire.com, and his name is Stevie Ray Hansen. And he's an older gentleman, and, uh, you know, he seems to be very wise. And so I wanted to give some love to him. Now, I don't know him personally. I just literally stumbled across his website this morning. But there's a couple articles that I wanted to read a little bit out of today. So it says, Signs of the Last Days, Increase of Wickedness. Uh, there is a growing pattern of wickedness and lawlessness dominating our society today that throughout history was found in civilizations in the process of decline. And so once again, folks, this is an article by Stevie Ray Hansen, and you can find it at hnewswire.com. And he's got some great topics just across the top here. It says trending. He's got tribulation, COVID kill shots, pandemic, food and energy shortages, pestilence, biblical facts, Satan's soldiers, Antichrist, Luciferius stamp, and demonic activities, uh, demonic activity in time. So he's got quite a few articles up here and some other things and I have not I, I'm, I'm not endorsing him or anything because I'm not for sure um, I just found this article so I need to do some more research uh, before I can say yay or nay and throw him on my website right which is Bible prophecy the number four today dot com and so guys if you haven't subscribed to my uh, newsletter uh, I do like a blog it's not really a newsletter it's a blog and I do a blog every Sunday so I try to it's very short and sweet um, unlike my program, <laughs> I don't ramble on so you can like read it very concise because I don't ramble when I write, only when I talk because, you know, hey, I don't know, that's just me. If you ever saw me, I talk with my hands a lot and so if you did watch some of my YouTube videos, I do talk with my hands a lot, but uh, YouTube has totally censored me and their algorithms don't like me. Of course, they don't like the truth and I've had so many videos removed and I think I'm like on my final strike. Um, I have a backup channel, but I haven't really done much with it because there's just really not much you can do when the topics that I do. Now, there's a lot of uh, Christian ministries and all kinds of people that can go on there and do that. Like Melissa Daltry is fantastic, by the way, if you know about New Age. She came out of New Age. She's a Christian. She's fantastic. There's a lot of good uh, Christian YouTubers and stuff out there. But the things that I talk about, you guys listen to my program, you know that's not going to fly on YouTube. <laughs> You know, it's not going to make it, right? Like, even on my Spotify, if you guys listen to me through Spotify, there's a warning label. Have you guys noticed that lately? Some of my podcasts have a warning label put across them. I'm like, wow. But at least I'm thankful that they're still, you know, allowing my podcast to be played on Spotify and Apple Cast and all that kind of stuff, right? Um, mm. So, anyway, I'm going to get into this article, okay, guys? He posted this on February the 18th. So, in an advisory notice that he puts up here, and he's very, he, he, I mean, I like this because it's actually the truth. He says, advisory, be careful of what you read on social media. The algorithms used by these platforms have no regard for biblical truth. They target your emotions to keep you engaged on their site so their advertisers can drop more ads. These platforms exist to enrich their stockholders. Consider God's promise to believers in James 1.5. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to to all without finding fault and it will be given to you so 
definitely a great point there. So he goes on to say this is a feature story, and he says, It is a pattern evident in nations that rejected God's word as the ultimate authority in their lives and is a pattern prevailing in many Americans today. He says, Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. And that is Matthew 24, 12. And you hear me quote that a lot. Uh, he says, Most of the trouble in the world is caused by people wanting to be important. Anyhow, that's his name, Bill Gates. Um, he says, I... Um, SRH, and I guess that's him, I'm not sure, he goes, fiercely defend my anti-vaccine position and advocate a pro-God, pure immune system for all true believers. So anyway, he goes on, he goes, and he says, I believe America's rejection of Christ's lordship is the reason behind all the bloodshed, violence, racial hatred, moral decay, drug abuse, and the outbreak of deadly sexual diseases in our society. Lawmakers, educators, and the media have made God an unspeakable subject. Even in prisons, there is a ban on religious mottos, including the Ten Commandments. Even worse, many of our churches no longer exalt Christ as Lord and King. Christless Christianity is a watered-down version of Christianity that is quickly replacing doctrinal purity while professing itself to be biblical. Christless Christianity presents the Bible as if it were a collection of Aesop's fables, a bunch of unrelated stories with a nice moral at the end of each. Such an approach ignores the grand theme of Scripture, God's redemption of sinful mankind and the centrality of Christ in Scripture. Rather than creating self-denying disciples, which is Matthew 28:19, the message of Christless Christianity creates adherents who are lovers of pleasures rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying his powers. And that's 2 Timothy 3, 4-5. And that is what we're going in right now. And so, uh, that's one of his uh, articles. And so, guys... If you want to, I would definitely go check out hnewswire.com. And I'm going to do a lot more uh, research into him. I want to do a little bit more reading of what he has and what he believes and that kind of thing. But, um, you know, I really like some of his articles. And he says, the Bible indicates that there will be a great apostasy during the end times. The great apostasy is mentioned in 2 Thessalonians 2.3. And the KJV calls it the falling away. While the NIV and the ESV call it the rebellion. And that's what apostasy is. A rebellion, an abandonment of faith or I'm sorry, an abandonment of the truth. The end times will include a wholesale rejection of God's revelation, a further falling away of an already fallen world. He says rejection of God's word. Because man has rejected the truth of God's word, he has been given over to a reprobate mind that seeks self-gratification over responsibility to others. You hear me call that all the time we've been turned over to a reprobate mind. And so if you guys do listen to J. Markell's program, this week's program, you're not going to be able to find it to watch it on YouTube. Now, you will be able to watch it on Rumble, or you can go to Olive Tree News and Views, or OliveTreeViews.org, and you can check it out there as well, and just go to Radio Archives, right? Um, you'll be able to, to, to listen to it there, but it's not going to be on YouTube because of the sensitive topic. But they had another one on with him and Mark, uh, with her and Mark Henry, and I guess they were doing Hope for Our Times. So, uh, with Tom Hughes gone, he filled in. Guys, really go check that out on YouTube. It's totally worth it. I think it's like 30, 40 minutes. They have a conversation about what's going on in the world today and uh, everything. I'm not going to give it away, but I'm going to tell you it's very good. So, you might want to go watch it. Or as Trump will say, it's very, very good. There's nothing better. Very good. It's very, very good. There's nothing better. It's the best. It's the very best. Anyway. Go check it out. So, anyway, so uh, back to his story here. He goes on. He talks about um, 
Uh, See, so therefore God gave them over in their sinful desires of their hearts to sexual impurity for their degrading of their bodies with one another. They exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worshipped and served created things rather than the Creator who is forever praised. Amen. Because of this, God gave them over to shameful lust. Even their women exchanged natural relations for unnatural ones. And in the same way, the men also abandoned natural relations with women and were inflamed with lust for one another. Men committing indecent acts with other men and received in themselves the due penalty for their perversion. Furthermore, since they did not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God, he gave them over to a depraved mind to do what ought not to be done. They have become filled with every kind of wickedness, evil, greed, and depravity. They are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, and malice. They are gossips, slanderers, God-haters, insolent, arrogant, and boastful. They invent ways of doing evil. They disobey their parents. They are senseless, faithless, heartless, ruthless. Although they know God's righteous decree that those who do such deserve death, they not only continue to do these things, do these, do these very things, but also approve of those who practice them. Folks, that is Romans 1, 24 through 32. I quote that a lot. And when I say Romans 1, there you have it. So, I was reading his autobiography, and um, he's got a great story. Um, he's an oil man. Uh, I was a multimillionaire oil man. Um, anyway, he has a foundation. It's called uh, the 127 Faith Foundation. Um, this is our sex trafficking kids and, uh, and, the, and the such. A lot of good stuff here. Um, 80% of a lot of the anything donated of his books or anything like that all goes to this uh, 127 Faith Foundation. And he's got articles, children are trafficked in our own backyard, massive child sex ring busted at state youth facility, lost generation America's war against parents and the destruction of childhood, and a reprobate godfather of vaccines admits to experiments on orphans. And that would probably be a very good article. But there's even more. He's got Satan's soldiers in Illinois locks up a 10-year-old child sex trafficking victim. I don't even want to read that because I just know. I just know what it's going to say. Uh, we have punished the truth tellers and rewarded the criminals. He's got a lot of great articles. Kids in foster care three times as likely to get psych drugs. Now, folks, I don't know if you guys listen to um, uh, Pastor Billy Crone. I do a lot. Uh, I, I read a lot of Pastor Billy Crone's. I watch him. I, I, uh, I'm a member uh, of his online Sunrise Bible Church. Uh, and so, guys, if you want to go check his out at uh, getlifemedia.com, that's a great way to do it. He did um, he did one not too long ago talking about that uh, the psyched the the psychiatry, the drugs that are that are used in America and I'm sure around the world, and how much money they're getting off of this. And I, I believe it's the CCHR, yeah, CCHR.org. And so um, you can watch this, guys. There's a lot of stuff on there. Um, some of the stuff I can't watch because it's just, I, it's just horrific and I just, I can't, like, here's the, uh, the trailer to it right here on the screen when you go to, uh, www.cchr.org. It's therapy or torture, and this is talking about shock therapy that they're using. Um, there's all kinds of horrible stuff, but it says the truth about psychiatry. And presented here are 20 CCR publications detailing the harmful effects of psychiatry from their destruction of artistic creativity to their blatant attacks on entire generations of children. Folks, it's going to open your eyes to what's going on and what has been going on in this world today. It will utterly 
scare the pants off of you. I will say it that way. It will, it will, I, mm, I'm telling you, imagine a world, it says psychiatric abuse. I'm, guys, check out this article because, I mean, check, check out their website because they've got videos, documentaries, and um, all kinds of things on there for free. It's absolutely terrifying. I mean, terrifying. Like, I, I can't even, I can't even look at it. I can't. It's, it's terrible. And, uh, but anyway, moving, moving along, uh, we're going to go on to some other headlines today. So, travel hell. Hundreds of flights canceled across U.S. as industry braces for the 4th of July's Air Mageddon. This is by Christina Laila. And I quote her, I've quoted several of her articles. Um, she is a great, great writer. And this is at thegatewaypundit.com. So she talks about more than 7,000 flights were canceled over Memorial Day weekend. And an airline official fear there will be a similar meltdown at airports across the U.S. this holiday weekend. More than 300 flights were canceled across the U.S. by Thursday evening. And as airline industry braces for the 4th July 4th Air Mageddon, American Airlines and Delta Air had the highest number of cancellations. That's why I should always fly southwest. Did I say that out loud? I'm sorry. <laughs> Back to the article. Uh, the cancellations come as hundreds of Delta pilots are picketing nationwide in addition to staffing shortages. Uh, the Newsweek reported that nearly 2,000 flights have been canceled on Thursday across the world, over 330 of which were flights within, into, and out of the U.S alone. As of publication time on Thursday, June the 30th, over 1,900 flights have been canceled according to Flight Aware, the world's largest flight tracking data company. The total number of delays was a staggering 10,258 as of publication time with 569 involving flights within, into, and out of the U.S. Two American companies, American Airlines and Delta, were among the 10 airlines with the highest number of canceled and delayed flights in the world, a list topped by two Chinese companies, China Eastern and Shenzhen Airlines. So, uh, the airline industry is bracing for a possible nationwide meltdown at airports dubbed Airmageddon. As the U.S. prepares for what some of the industry are calling Airmageddon, travelers are bracing for a possible meltdown at airlines, airports, and security and custom checkpoints, not to mention hotels and hotel services. Uh, AAA predicts roughly 42 million Americans will take a road trip by car of 50 miles or more. But the real crunch is 3.5 million people are expected to fly this holiday weekend. Airfares cost on average 14% more and in some markets have quadrupled. And hotel rates are up a whopping 23% since 2001. And all this is happening as the major airline and travel stakeholders spar over delays and cancellations. The airlines blaming the Federal Aviation Administration for delays, the FAA claims the airlines are flying schedules they can't physically support. Pilots are blaming the airlines for increased workloads and flying hours they claim could be a safety issue. Passenger complaints against airlines are up 300% over 2019. And the U.S. Department of Transportation is contemplating emergency rulemaking options. So, folks, it's getting a little hairy. Now, I'm going to tell you. Um, if you do rent a car, you may want to do that weeks in advance, okay? And if you uh, rent from certain, I'm just going to say enterprise, uh, you may not get your car, okay? So, yeah, so just imagine with all these flights and all this thing, and, and you know, rental cars are very, very tight, especially if you want to go one way. Um, so just be, you know, be mindful of that too. Like if these things happen, these people are going to be stranded. They're not going to have vehicles and it could get a little hairy, right folks? So let's just pray that doesn't happen. 
So moving right along, so let's take a look at the list of major companies pledging to pay employees travel costs for abortions in wake of the Roe ruling. I like the my body, my choice. But only if it involves abortion or murdering your baby does it have anything to do if you do not want to get the controversial jab of the injection of poison or whatever you would like to call it. That doesn't matter. Oh, but it's surprisingly how quickly they realized what an actual real woman was. Wow, it's amazing, these great turn of events, right? So, looking at faithwire.com, we have an article by Trey Goins Phillips, and this is what he has to say. In the wake of the U.S. Supreme Court's decision to overturn the precedent and establish under Roe v. Wade, major companies across the country are pledging to pay employees travel costs for abortions. On Friday, the high court ruled in favor of Mississippi's 15-week ban on abortion in Dobbs v. Jackson's Women's Health Organization, a case directly challenging the precedent established by Roe in 1973 and Casey v. Planned Parenthood in 92, which asserted states could not ban pre-viability abortions. There are 13 states with so-called, quote, trigger laws, bills essentially outlawing abortion in response to the Supreme Court's overruling the Roe precedent. Those states are, praise the Lord, Arkansas, Idaho, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, North Dakota, Oklahoma, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, and Wyoming. And then some laws are... Uh, or some laws were enacted immediately while others have a 30-day lead-in. So let's look a little bit more in-depth into this, right? So this is what I want to talk about. It's funny um, that if you, uh, if you have cancer and you need to go get treatment for cancer or if you have any other debilitating disease, if you have MS or if you have any Crohn's disease or like whatever, well, I don't see companies paying for travel for that now that's a necessity that could be life and death right but no 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 companies don't want to get involved in that kind of health care no 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 but they do want to get involved if you wanted to i don't know say per chance take maternity leave mm, yeah no they don't want to do what you at the mill grinding right that's what they expect so uh, CBN News reported nearly half of the country's 50 states are poised to ban or significantly restrict access to abortions. With that in mind, many corporations across the U.S. announced they will foot the bill for staffers who will have to travel to neighboring states in order to obtain abortions to murder their children. So, of course, you could guess the big ones. Amazon, Apple, Yelp, Levi's, Lyft, Reddit, Meta, Microsoft, Xbox, uh, Dick's Sporting Goods. Some people are failures. What a shame. When they, ugh, I don't want to get there. Anyway, uh, DoorDash, MasterCard, City, PayPal, Airbnb, Patagonia, JP Morgan, Bank of America, Zillow of all places, Bumble, and MASH. And of course, you got Disney and Netflix, Comcast, Paramount, Warner Brothers, Discovery, and Sony. So the list, I'm sure, will continue. But interesting ones we have not heard from is Walmart, Coca-Cola, Pepsi-Cola, and McDonald's. Uh, we'll just have to see how that plays out, right? But I can guarantee you who's not going to get my money. And, uh, you know, you got to put your foot down, right? you got to put your foot down. What else we got going on? Let's check it out here. So, 
Uh, in other news today, we do have, uh, let's see, I think I talked about that, Travel Hail, we did talk about that, I told you guys about Dr. Uh, Zelensky, so what else? Okay, so this is Harbinger's Daily, this is, as the world is transfixed by chaos, has the church failed to recognize the urgency of the hour? I do believe we have, this is by J.B. Hickson, so recently he said him and his wife had gone on a rare vacation, right, they don't get to do that very often, and I think he said the first time in, it looks like 30 years or something. It was incredible, incredible. Um, so what he talked about is how fast the sunset goes, right? Like you'd be watching the sunset and it takes like, it's like forever, right? But then in those last minutes, it just, whoom, it goes by so fast, right? So he talks about the Bible warns, now that the Spirit expressly says in the latter times, some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. That is 1 Timothy 4.1. More than ever before, deception has swept across this country. Satan is blinding people's hearts to the gospel and deceiving the whole world. And that actually is 2 Corinthians 4.4 and 2 John 7. According to a recent Gallup poll from June of 2022, only 68% of Americans under age 30 believe in God. Mm. Mm -mm. I'm going to say that again, folks. A recent Gallup poll from June of 2022, folks. We're in July the 2nd. Only 68% of Americans under the age of 30 believe in God. What is going on? Satan is blinding this world. He knows he's got but a short time and he is kicking it up kicking it into high gear right so this statistic is validated by a recent conversation he said he had with a woman who attended an event where he was speaking about the great satanic reset and he said after his presentation she came up to him and insisted that jesus christ is not only the way to heaven and that the bible is filled with lies and errors and of course she is deceived he says uh we're told in scripture that for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine but according to their own desires because they have itching ears they will heap up for themselves teachers and they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables at second timothy 4 3 to 4. uh the great satanic reset he says uh, that is being thrust upon us by the luciferians is a giant fable that is capturing the minds of many people the new quote normal is rapidly setting in and few seem to be aware of its dangers he goes on to say the evil powers behind the satanic agenda in our world have told us bluntly that we will never return to normal we must never forget however that although normal may not be coming back jesus is he promised to rescue his bride the church from the present evil age it is galatians 1 4. prior to the great and terrible day of the lord's wrath first thessalonians 1 10 and 5 9 uh, this does not mean, of course, that believers in this church age will avoid suffering altogether. Indeed, there is more persecution and martyrdom of Christians today than at any other time in church history. He says it does mean, however, that someday in God's perfect timing, the Lord Jesus will descend from heaven in the clouds and gather his church together for that great reunion in the sky. 1 Thessalonians 4.17 The Bible calls this event the blessed hope that is Titus 2.13 It will mark the end of the church age and a shift into the next phase in God's plan of the ages. The rapture, as it is called in the Latin translation of the Bible, will mean the sun has finally set on the church age. And like a sunset, it will happen quickly. He said the very last words of Jesus recorded in the Bible are, Surely I am coming quickly. Revelation 22.20 to those words, the Apostle John responded, Amen, even so, come, Lord Jesus. The word quickly that Jesus used in this verse means suddenly or rapidly. It has been nearly 2,000 years since John recorded these, those words of Christ in the book of Revelation. 
and throughout the church age we have been watching the sun slowly descend toward the horizon today it has picked up speed he says and he says as he and his wife watched the sunset each night over during their vacation he goes there were times when we were transfixed by the waves and distant glow and almost missed the chance to take a picture as the sun made its final swift dash under the sea he says could it be that many people today are transfixed by the chaos around us and have failed to recognize the urgency of the hour all signs point to the soon coming of our lord and savior jesus christ and when it happens it will be fast and he says as i do are you ready have you placed your faith in him as the only one who can save you from your sin and give you the free gift of eternal life and i say it and i'll say it again today is a day of salvation don't wait Call upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. That's it, folks. That is the program for today. I hope you are blessed and I hope that you know, this gives you some encouragement of the world that we're going through today. Remember, no matter how bleak things look, Satan is attacking. So the devil, I should say, is cast down. The devil is attacking. So remember this, folks. We are to stand our ground. Put on the armor of God. Ephesians 6.10 Get in the fight. Get in the fight pray that is our that is our fight that's our offensive weapon folks we got to pray we have to stand and pray fight the good fight run our race until either we go home and god calls us or christ comes and yanks us out of here so are you going to go with me up in the air or are you going to be left behind to face the great tribulation i pray that you have made your decision for christ and that you will be going up with me and all other believers and that you will not be left behind. But if you are left behind, now I do have a I do have a book on Amazon. It's under Heather D. N. O. Daniel, and it's uh, titled "After the Rapture: What Comes Next." Now, uh, what I'm going to do later on, um, probably tomorrow, I'm going to try to get that posted. It might be later on tonight, but I do. Um, I have my book. The latest book is "When the Rapture Hits the Fan." Uh, I'm going to read that, and so I'm going to go ahead and read um, a couple chapters out of that. I may read the whole book because it's not very long, but it is. It's on uh, Amazon as well um, if you want to uh, check that out. It's on Kindle, and, uh, my, of course, my fiction series, one of them is on Audible. And uh, if you want to check that out, it's Aliens, Demons, or Angels, and that's a pretty good one. It's World in Chaos is the first one. World Peace is the second one. I am currently working on uh, The Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. So... But um, with that, guys, I'm going to get out of here. And if you're ever um, if you're ever afraid or if you ever need peace or you know, anything like that, I do have another book. Um, it's called COVID-19 Faith Over Fear. Uh, now, the first couple uh, chapters are, you know, on the COVID because I wrote it during COVID season, you know, when it was really bad and dark and gloomy and we were all locked in our houses. But a lot of that book has scripture in it in the back. So it's peace, uh, what the Bible says, what Jesus told us. And so it's a lot of great scriptures in there for that. Um, anyway, so guys, with that, I'm going to get off of here. Uh, and as always, you can always check out my website, um, BibleProphecyTheNumberForToday.com, BibleProphecyForToday.com. With that, guys, I pray that the good Lord will bless us and keep us and that he will always cause his face to shine upon us. And Lord, if we are going through trials and tribulations, I pray that, that God would keep us steadfast on his son, keep our eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ, keep our eyes on the kingdom of heaven and not our circumstances. For God is our father and we put all of our trust in him and we put our faith in him that he will not only save us from hell, but he's going to protect us while we're in this world. And I ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening. Maranatha, Lord Jesus. Maranatha. Get in the word of God. Let the word of God get into you. 
And I uh, hope to hear from you guys. If you want to, shoot me an email. Bible Prophecy, the number four, uh, today at Outlook.com. And if not, check out my website. I will be posting a blog posting tomorrow. And if you want to jump on there on the website, you can actually click on the blog post. And it will, I think it emails every Monday. It emails the, uh, uh, the blog of Sunday. So anyway, with that, guys, I'm really going to get out of here. So get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into you. Maranatha, Lord Jesus. And uh, I pray that the Lord will come and take us home soon. And if not, that He will give us wisdom during these days to fight. To be wise as serpents, but harmless as doves. Thank you all so much for listening. And may God bless each and every one of you.